yes, there are no there are no parody lyrics available because the song is a parody. The song of itself, itself is already so silly. It is exactly how you would dunk on Cats the musical. Is yes. you just play this yeah, if song I were, and you're like, what is this? If I were making up lyrics of Cats and then I listen to this, that it would it would be those lyrics. Right. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I I was trying to be stupid. But the, that's what it kind of is. It's, it's like how Rent the Musical makes fun of itself yeah. with lyrics like, Rent, 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 rent. Right. We're not gonna pay rent. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, I see. So they are making fun of themselves. That is how you would razzle Rent if it was a kid on the playground. But this sure. is Podcats, the pod about cats. I am your host, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and with me today... Uh, they're an actor, and you might know them from the improv team, the 96 Bulls. It's Aaron Harlan. Hi! Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for responding to my, uh, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter DM. DM. <laughs> yes, uh, if anybody enjoy, if you end up enjoying this episode of the show, listeners, you can thank, uh, the 2000s pop-punk band Bowling for Soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Who I, when I used my platform as an entertainer, to proudly state that Trucker Hat by Bowling for Soup is still a really good song. Absolutely. And you responded, responded to with that the lyrics. in kind. Uh, <laughs> that is, I was like, well, maybe they want to do podcasts. I, you know, I, I wrote a tweet about Bowling for Soup not too long ago because I had just started a new job and I hadn't met the CEO. And the day I meet the CEO, he walks over to me. I have headphones in. And he goes, what are you listening to? And I was like... Uh, you know, just bowling for soup, uh, which was an, al- it was, I was revisiting that album because I was like, man, I loved this album so much. So I, r- girl, the girlfriend and I recently just listened to it in its entirety while making Blue Apron last week. Oh, wow. all bangers. Yeah. It holds way the fuck up. Yes. Every, we're talking about a hangover you don't deserve. Yeah. Um, which, an incredible bowling for soup. Yeah. Album. It's the, it's the album that, uh, 1985 was on. 1985. I, if you, most bowling for soup songs you've heard, mm-hmm. not on Phineas and Ferb, were probably <laughs> from this album. Probably, yeah. They did have an album before that, but it was yeah. not, uh, it, yeah, it wasn't popular. It didn't hit the whole thing. But I, I have to say, and we're finally going on the audio record here, <laughs> Bowling for Soup is still really good. I don't know. They are. I don't know if you go back to a lot of the bands of your middle school. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I really don't. I listened I don't to Avril Lavigne that yesterday. Most of it, um, I mean, I know yes. she's, I know she's like extremely popular, but right. But yeah. But it, it still holds up because, like, I'll go back and I'll try and listen to like. Some forty one mm-hmm. doesn't hold up in the same way. Right, I can still get down to a hangover you don't deserve. Well, I think that there are some um, there are some bands from like yeah your middle school your childhood or something where you, you go back and really the only songs you love were the songs that were like hits and you're like okay this makes sense but it's really something when an entire album is it's just like hit after hit and you go through it and it brings up all these feelings then that's i don't know there's an art and i and i feel like nowadays just in general people don't listen to we're not like an album generation necessarily right. anymore it's more singles driven. it's all singles and like yeah. 
Spotify will randomly compile playlists yes. that have a similar sound, and I think a lot of people do new music that way. Yes, and it's not that's not inherently wrong. No, but there is something to li- to an album experience. Oh, absolutely. To really going through it, and I I have to say, in favor of a Hangover You Don't Deserve, it's a long album. It's like eighteen tracks long. Oh yeah, oh, and really? so it's so it's like five or six tracks longer yeah. than your average album, and it is one of the few cases. Where I think it should be. Like, yeah. Taylor Swift's newest album is like 18 tracks. Mm-hmm. You can cut six of those tracks and sure. I wouldn't miss them. Hangover You Don't Deserve, all bops. All the all way bops. down. Yeah. And not all radio hits, strangely, but there were so many. No. Um, like, Come Back, I loved Come Back to Texas. Loved. Incredible song. Um, Smoothie King. Uh, Great song. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I won't go through the end. I. I would just go through the entire album, actually. Absolutely. So. Uh, almost and Trucker Hat almost. and 1985. Oh, you yeah. hit, that's the top of your album. And Last Call Casualty was really good. So song. good. Down for the Count, I really like. Oh, that one's yeah. uh, These songs still, and I don't like listen to it regularly. I know. Still get stuck in my head every so often. Mm-hmm. It, they're all so, so catchy. And you know what? Socially, like societally, we don't have to cancel bowling for soup. No. There's not for for pop punk of that era, and this is a podcast about cats, but for pop <laughs> punk of that era It'll there, it'll it'll segue, it'll segue. There are not they don't use gay slurs like no. so many bands of that era. Oh yeah. They don't do a lot of songs about how like Girls don't know what they're doing. No. We don't have to cancel Bowling for Soup. And that's so freeing. A lot of their songs, actually, and I'm just realizing this now that you're mentioning it, was they would make fun of themselves. They were just like kind of burly guys from Texas who were in a pop punk band, which I think even that alone, I think they already knew that they were... they sort of didn't fit the category of a pop punk band. Right. So I think that just starting from there, they're like, all right, well, we're not going to do things the way people normally did them. They were silly. They were yeah. completely unself-serious. Yeah. Uh-huh. They did not They did not have the portents of rock stars, yeah. which made them so approachable and so funny. Like, so many of their songs are just funny and they're not doing skits oh, or playing fart noises no but they are so just like genuinely charming and funny yes and this is a podcast about cats but um <laughs> i will say that i don't know i just i do feel like we could uh, this could be a whole entire thing but i will say that's that the next show we're doing that's the next one bowling, we go through every bowling for suit song we just uh, soup song we just talked about it. how amazing oh, it is man. Um, it. of that one album but yeah i mean the fact that they're Big biggest hit was about like a woman in her I, I'm gonna say probably forties who's yeah. thinking about how much she misses the eighties. I mean, kind of progressive, <laughs> like right. It's that's that's a story that wouldn't other. That's a voice that otherwise would not be told, and they told it <laughs> for like a huge top forty hit. Mm, yes, it is a kind of melancholy song about a woman Nostalgia. whose life is. Fine, but didn't turn out necessarily the way she wanted it to. She had all these dreams of going on tour and burning the world down. And instead, she just kind of had a normal family life. And she's co- it's about a woman's midlife crisis. And truthfully... <laughs> Which I've, is so mature. I've never talked to this about 
I've never talked about this to my mom, but that is my mom's like life where she was in New York City. She was in bands in the 80s. Damn. She was good. But ultimately, she was like, I do know the number one thing I want is a family. She met my dad. They moved to Florida and she had a family. And she loved it, but now I think she's like, what could I have been? So, I don't know, maybe I should play that song with my mom, and we should have a talk. Just, like, really sit just, down yeah. and listen to, the light weird, a candle. Light a candle. <laughs> and just let it out. to 1985 with your mom and just see what happens. Yeah, it could be cathartic, could be cathartic. We're going to call this could... the 1985 challenge. All of you who have moms of, a, <laughs> of about that age, I think my mom's a little old for that. Yeah, my mom. My mom would have been like nineteen seventy five. But if you have a mom of that age, hashtag the nineteen eighty five challenge. I want to. I want to hear <laughs> the nineteen eighty five challenge. Nineteen eighty five, ninety six bulls. You back to I... you. But yes, when your boss comes up to you and you and asks what you're listening to, you want to be able to say oh Beethoven's Concerto. You want to be able to say I'm listening to NPR. Yeah, <laughs> you're always listening to Do- Bowling for Soup or Doughboys. Or yeah, like he'll so never. I mean, I think any. I think anything he asks me, it, it, it there wouldn't have been an answer. I mean, I actually. Well, I don't know. I don't really know what he likes. He's kind of a, a kooky guy anyway. So sure. he, I, I don't even know what he listens to. I don't even know if he listens to music. But you know what? I, I did me. And did you? Yeah. Did you tell him you were like Bowling for Soup? I did. I said yeah. Bowling for Soup. I can't remember his answer. I, I think he was just like, okay. Which is why I think really any answer could have been... Would have been fine. fine. Would have been fine. Absolutely. Um, but let's. All right. We'll 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 rein this in a little bit. We'll rein it in. Slightly yeah. more on topic. Um, what is your relationship, if any, mm. to the Broadway musical Cats? Um, great question. I do want to say earlier because I, I do think I said something about the lyrics of the song that we will be talking about. I, oh yes. I said stupid, but I didn't mean stupid. <laughs> I, I just meant I meant like. Silly, and I guess we'll get into that. Uh, oh, unquestionably silly. Uh, okay. No I, matter how you feel about <laughs> cats, it is silly. I just, I don't want to offend actual cats fans because I do, I I have an appreciation for things that are just made in general yeah. for what they are. Um, but yes, so. Cats is so unashamed of itself. You think it so? It is the bowling yeah, for yes. soup of musicals. <laughs> yeah. It is so. There's the connection. It is so silly. It is so earnest. Yes. It is so unabashedly unabashedly exactly what it is. Yes. And and that is admirable. And this is not a, this is not a show where we dunk on cats and we're like, what no. a stupid thing. No, this and that's was. what yeah, I wanna I just wanna be clear. Yeah. I don't like really bashing on most things. There are so. there are songs we bash. Like I just <laughs> edited the episode about memory and we oh take that song to task. I mean also that okay, that is justifiable, I think, because it is like probably the most famous cat song. Right? Unquestionable. Yeah. Far and away. So you gotta have a different take on it. And, and it's I'm just excited. not a very good song. There are very good songs in this musical. Are there? Yes. Okay. Oh yes. I have no... I, I could... I Do you... Uh, you, want a, you want a brief charcuterie of, of quality cat songs? You don't have to. I... But I have Spotify open right here. Well, here's what... So... So I really... I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. I grew up doing theater uh, so technically I'm like a theater kid but I was not the, the type of theater kid that knew 
all of the musicals right. like that were out. I kind of listened to like the popular stuff. You know, it was pretty similar. Yeah, like, you do you do theater when you're young or like up through high school because it's what's available. Yes, they're not making movies in your town. So like you do local theater, you do high school theater, sure. and some people absorb it and and eat it up in the in the quote unquote theater oh, yes. kid style. Yeah, but like. A lot of us who do a lot of theater just like performing and acting and yeah. making something with other people. Yeah. And and we don't necessarily know all of the like underground Broadway no. musicals. That's exactly and, and, it. And that's both sides are fine. Right. I agree. And um, thank you for validation. Yes. Um. Th- so that said, I d- I mean I do feel like there are the types of theater people and kids that c- cats is their thing. Sure. And I like so much music. I like, I really like so many different genres. And you asked me what song we'd like to pick. You said, here's the selection. Here's what we have. We haven't done yet. And it's pretty, it's slim pickings Uh at this point. There's not a lot of meat on those bones. I saw the list and I went, okay, first instinct is this one. Um, And I listened to it and I, I could not get into it. Yeah. I uh, justifiably it, so. We'll, it, we'll come. We'll, we'll loop back around. Yeah, we'll loop back around. So, but yeah, that's. I didn't listen to the whole album one because I was like, I sort of want to go into this not knowing much. Sure. Two. And it is nearly two hours. Nearly to two listen hours. To the whole thing. Yes. And I don't, I don't know if I could. I'm such an open person. I don't know if I could get through it. Maybe someday, but it. I it's hard. I, I say this on nearly every episode of the show. <laughs> okay. There are two types of songs in Cats. Yes. True bops and unlistenable crap. Well, I was. There are only two kinds of songs. <laughs> and I was reading. Uh, I mean, I was reading about how. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber was only given permission to do this musical if he had used the original text from the poems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's very clear in most of the, you're like, this is a, this is a children's poem that got put into music. Yeah, you can, I, it, it hits your brain in the same way that like Shel Silverstein does. Sure. It's like very silly, weird. Whims- and I love Shel whims- Silverstein. Oh, sure. So it may, it works as a poem, I think. Um, <laughs> in terms of musicals, this is a really good poem. Yeah, a really good poem. Um, but then I do know that he added some songs, and those songs he was allowed to create his own lyrics for. And I feel like those are probably the the better songs. No, it's it it's interesting okay. because like a lot of these are from Old Possum's Book of Jellicle Cats which is the poetry basis of this show. Right. But like Memory is not from that collection. No. Memory is a different poem. That's like yeah. From a different it's a different T.S. Eliot poem. Wait, it's a T.S. Eliot poem? Yeah. From so all of these are T.S. Eliot. Um Memory is a different it's unrelated to cats. He just sort of grabbed that poetry and put it in here because that is like one of very few songs in this musical that is not just here's a cat's whole deal we're gonna isolate this one cat and here's what they do and here's their whole and they just have a ballad everything you need to know 
Um, and memory is just a straight up ballad. Yeah. They do not mention being a cat in that song. Well, that's why I'm so surprised that it was even a poem in general, because that's like, that, it just goes. It but, really just goes in its own way. Yeah. And it's like, burning lambs of smoky days. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I kind uh, of see how this is like based on a poem. Oh boy. But I think like... <laughs> Like a lot of poems that get turned into songs, the chorus only happens, like, once in the poem. It's not like they repeat the memory refrain. Right, and that's the most famous part. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this might be one of those times where I'm wrong. Um, I am not an expert on cats. I am just someone who is very fascinated by this being, like, the Titanic of Broadway. Like, a huge... Multi-billion dollar earner that everybody saw that blew up the Broadway box office. But it is so deeply strange and hard to understand. Yeah, I really don't. I don't. It's, it's, from what I've heard, it's, it's too theatery. It's like. It's it's really theatery. It's just very jazz hands. And like I like Chicago, it, 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 but I I can't I just can't get into cats. I get it. I understand. Cats the the cats needs a wedgie. Yeah. Cats needs someone to make fun of it because otherwise we're encouraging it too much. But there are a good there number good of ones. songs that pour a hemplo. Right. I also just enjoy the. Oh my gosh. If you offer me pheasant, I'd rather have grouse. Me in a house, I would much prefer a flat. So this is this is my favorite song. Was this a poem or was this an mm-hmm. Andrew? Set me on a mouse, then I only want a rat. Maybe set me on a rat, then I'd rather chase a mouse. Oh yeah. Okay, yes. And there isn't any need for me to shout it. Cool. Okay, this is classic. Right, this, this is, is classic. This is good. It's an up kind of jazzy number, and it has like a little rock and roll flavor yes, to it yes. in a very 80s way. And so it's not all memory, and it's not all the very questionable, almost 10 minute song we are covering here. We today. are covering, yes. But to, to so, um, yes, that cat's question is the initial question we ask everybody. So you. Did theater, but you're not all in on theater, and Cats was never your number one thing, is what I'm kind of getting out of your answer. Yes, and and you know what? I, I mean, I haven't really given it a super fair shot. Like, I, I, I think I would like to listen to the album at some point. It's just, my mom really did not like, yeah, like... Musicals that were like, and she likes like the contemporary stuff. So, and when you're young, sometimes the only, um, I almost said content. <laughs> Doesn't content is such a new word? Like we it's wouldn't such call a more things. A recent would we word. call things content back then? But the the things I was exposed to were often things that my parents were watching. So oh, if my sure. parents weren't watching it or didn't expose me to it. I didn't find out about it until way longer. Um, That's so, just the way of it. If you're yeah. not a musical household, sometimes, unless you're super proactive, you're just really not exposed <laughs> to anything besides, you know, maybe you watch The Sound of Music on Easter. Right. Obviously, the Disney 
most popular Disney movies are all musicals to some degree yeah. or another. Even like Lilo and Stitch does not have characters breaking out in song. No, but but it's Hawaiian got... music and Elvis music are both very important For to sure. that story. For sure, um, Lilo and Stitch best. Uh, Disney movie, best animated movie of all time. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. Um, okay, so Cats. Um, what are you? Um, Cats, the movie. Then, yeah. How involved are you in uh, the the internet sensation okay. that was the Cats trailer? All right. Here, here's what I, I'm glad you asked because I think I maybe almost would have forgotten, even though everything I've seen about Cats. It, before the movie, I've been like, eh, I, I, I could take it or leave it. The movie, I, I'm going to say this might be an unpopular opinion, but I actually think they're going to do it really well. I'm I really do. kind of with you. I think it's going to be unnerving for a little bit because we got to get used to these like moving cats. Yeah. I think that's going to, 10, 15 minutes in, your brain is going to adjust and you're really going to get something weird and special. Yeah. Well, I think because, honestly, I think because there's a more, this might sound dumb, to me there's a more real element to it. Like, on stage, they're in these obviously furry costumes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're wearing makeup and stuff. In this, they've got this, like, CGI thing where their faces are a part of the the bodies and the cats they've there are there's furniture that's bigger than them so you are like okay they're cat sized I don't know it it, I think it looks really good and I I just think the the cinematicness of it will help rather than it being we're on stage jazz hands uh this is we're on the risers we're in the like I think that's gonna help the only thing I will say and this is really more of a trailer thing that I that is like a pet peeve. You know, when it like cuts to Rebel Wilson being the comedic <laughs> relief. Yeah, yeah, and then like falling or st- that. I that's don't. almost the but, end of the trailer. I know, which and that's is an, so weird. That's an editing thing for me. I'm like, yeah. all right, I I get it. She's the going out on a laugh. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's it. But otherwise, it. I was like. I'll go. I'll go see it. This is new. I love this. I love that you are bringing this. <laughs> really, to the table. nobody else. Because everybody comes in here and they're like, "The cats are so weird. They look so strange. It's so creepy." I love that you were like, "No, I'm in." Like, this is better. It's and like an animated movie, so but you can see their faces. Good. That is okay. such a okay. good. And that's perfectly valid like it's not we all you know we've all been dunking on it we're like oh terrifying cat people and no for a lot of people they can't the artifice has been stripped away and sometimes it it varies from person to person but there's a certain amount of divorce you have to have from a broadway production Mm -hmm. because you can see the wheels turning Mm -hmm. you can see people taking set pieces on and off you're like that is a person in makeup yes movies are much less welcome exactly yeah that doesn't work in movies because your brain doesn't understand that movies are also people moving all the set pieces around yeah uh it's it's a different mental mode that you're in and the artifice is being stripped away. Like, they are trying to make it the quote-unquote 
ideal version of this production where it is there is no difference between the human and the cat that they are playing yes interesting I, i think yeah i think cutting is going to like be a big help because i am also one of those people where as much as i love theater productions um especially in plays because plays are more word heavy uh I will, for the first 15 minutes, be so engrossed in the set design. I actually pre- I actually prefer when there's, like, less, mm-hmm. more for my attention span. Because I'll come in and be like, oh, my God, this set. And I'm, like, looking at all the books on their book, on the oh, bookshelf yes. in the apartment. And I'm like, there's a reason every single book in there <laughs> has a purpose. I have to know whatever. So I'm not paying attention to the words. I'm looking at this thing in the sure. background. And, yeah, and then as soon as I'm like, okay, great, now I can pay attention, they change the set. And for, like, with movies, there's cutting, I can rewatch things, I can rewind. Yeah, I really think it's going to be, I don't know, it, I do think the trailer had, like, kind of a magic to it. And, like, in, like, interesting. a Disney way, you know? And, uh... That's 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 how I feel about that. I love. And we'll that. die. I mean, Thank we'll die you <laughs> for bringing in some variants of opinion. Thank you for for bringing for breaking the mold. Um, I I still think maybe the ideal version of the movie would have been mm. a two D animated version where the cats are cats like cats where they're, they're like on four cats. legs. Right, they're on four <laughs> legs. You know, Aristocats style. Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, but cats. You're right. Secret life of cats. <laughs> um, that that is, I think, maybe like, uh, should have done that. Uh, mm. But this is more interesting. Yeah. This is let. This is more volatile, and this could really go really well or really poorly. Yeah, because they took this weird chance on it. Yes, that other people would not have taken. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know what? I think of it as, like, um, I mean, it is mostly computer-generated. Yeah. Um, the sets are real. They built them. Yeah, and I love, I love, um, I also love when things are either bigger or smaller than them, what they are. So, like, like the largest chair in the world or something into it, the smallest miniatures very into it. So, sure. for me, I, I, I think I'm really going to enjoy see, seeing that, appreciating that, Um and I have asked people this question before. Um, it goes two ways, uh, one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Either people have an immediate answer or uh, they're like, that doesn't make sense and that's weird. Which is, um, when you were younger, did you have a crush on a cartoon animal? Uh, like, a, like a straight up cartoon animal. Uh-huh. I don't think i did okay. i'm not i'm not gonna say there's anything wrong with mm-hmm. that because you're a kid and a lot of these animated characters they're very sexualized well they're just you they're know. drawn kind of as like I'll, they're drawn like people but they like have like people. animal faces exactly exactly yeah. so a, a big a big pe- people I'll very much of the time agree robin hood robin hood's hot robin hood is hot robin, that's what robin hood is hot it's undeniable. He we walks of course like talking a person. About, They're dressed uh, like people. Animated Disney Robin Hood, where he's a fox. He's, he's, a, f- he's oh, a, fox. He a fox. I mean, he's a fox. He's uh, a fox. They marry in the same way. Also, she's a fox. Straight too. up fox. She's a real hottie. Yeah. I was never cartoon characters. Yes, 
I never was really interested in the animals. And sure. there's nothing wrong with anybody being like, that's a hot fox. Um, because he's drawn to be a hot fucking fox. Right. But I I was not on board for that. Sure. And and, and that's okay. And I will say, like, I, I, I want to go on the record and say I'm not attracted to cartoon animals in general. There's just, there are some... That and also, when you're a kid, uh, Max Goof's like little crush uh, in the Goofy movie. Yeah, okay. They're they're. I know she's a high schooler, but but she. I mean, she barely looks like a dog. Yeah, barely looks like a dog. She barely has what is weird canine feet. Like her nose is different, but other than that, she's a person. She's a person, right? Um, I think even her specifically, a lot of them had like dog ears. Mm-hmm. She didn't. She had like human it's covered ears. Covered by hair. Covered she by really hair. just has the the kind of like the brow and the nose. Yeah. But other than that, she's a she's a human. So yeah. So I think in a reverse way, cats. It's like to me, it's. I think maybe just because it looks more real, maybe that's freaky to people. Like you can see the. I, I guess it's easier to. For something that's like an animal to look like it has human qualities than like a human to look like it has animal qualities. Maybe that just like kind of freaks people out. But I don't know. I think the performances are going to be great. They're introducing a new part. A-list talent, but then they're like, and I love and introducing. Always good. Uh, I'm so happy for that person. And introducing Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and I, that's the only one I can think of right now. They're they're who, everywhere. Who introduced Shia LaBeouf? Um, Holes claims to, but uh, even Stevens had been on the air for years. Yeah. You were uh, not introducing Shia LaBeouf, Holes. When I think, yeah, when I, and it was also all still Disney. It was all still Disney. It so like Disney like, knew about even Stevens. Yeah, they knew about Beans. Um, <laughs> they knew about beans. They knew okay. about beans. We all knew about beans. We know your secrets, Disney. We know about beans. <laughs> um, that's the only one I can think of. There, any time a movie like prominently features a kid, it's always it's most of the time a kid, right? Yeah, I, it like, feels weird to be like and introducing this adult human, you know? but I think cats maybe has and introducing of this like white cat our protagonist you know who also did it actually Les Miserables uh, mm. the girl who sings um, in the in the uh, feature film edition the girl who sings On My Own oh she, she was new she was new and she I, was an and introducing she was ro- almost Taylor Swift wait what that role was almost Taylor Swift oh no I know. I'm so happy. We almost got Taylor Swift's rendition of On My Own. Cause, because, and I don't know, that would have been something. Would love to see. Something is the word. Would, <laughs> uh, I think ta- if Taylor Swift wants to cover that song on her own, on her own, uh-huh, uh-huh, cover uh-huh. On My Own on her own, uh-huh. um, I would be into that. But that cast had a bunch of A-list celebrities that could do that. But... I don't know. I, I, they need one fresh person, and I guess yeah. usually it's that it's their feature film debut because I think she was on most of the time. They are on Broadway. The end introducing means like, oh, they've been on stage for ten years. Yeah, they're, they're probably better than everybody and deserve to be in this movie the most. However, yeah. this is their first role. It's in like the film. first season of Fargo where like Allison Tolman is our main right, character, right. and they're like, "Where did you come from?" And she's like, "Stage. I've been doing theater for fifteen yeah, years. Absolutely. Where were you?" Where did you come from? 
You only care about me now that I'm on Fargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she destroys Fargo. Check it out. She destroys everything she's in. So fucking way. good. She's got that new show. I haven't seen it, but the subway has told me she's got a oh. new show. She was in the show called Downward Dog, and it got canceled. Uh, Do you remember that? Okay. Did you hear Which about that? one was Downward Dog? Was that the the one where the dog talks? Yes. The dog okay. breaks the fourth. It, it, well, it's actually, it's, it's, it sort of doesn't make sense, but I did like it. It was like mockumentary style, mm-hmm. but only for the dog. They oh. did not do mockumentary style for any of the other characters. It was just the it was like the just, dog had talking heads. The dog had talk, and it really did. It wasn't like that's it, so strange. It would have made sense if it would have been the dog narrating, which it did do. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they would they would have a talking head of the dog. I'm also pretty sure that the this I don't enjoy this when the when the mouths move. I would prefer. When they put, like, the trick is they put peanut butter on the nose, yeah, and they just kind of look like they're bobbing their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had, like, a CGI mouth. Oh, no. No, thank you. But everything else about the show was actually so smart and sweet. And she was amazing. I would say, uh, just go dog telepathy. Yeah. Just don't even bother with the dog's mouth. Just have the dog communicate psychically. And just Homeward Bound. Homeward the, Bound, they didn't... They didn't, like, have the bulldog, Michael J. Fox bulldog, no, like, always opening his mouth. They were just, like, telepathic. And like, I, yeah. I, I, I prefer it. It's distracting mm-hmm. to me to just, like, watch the dog. If the dog's whole thing is going, I can't focus on what actually is supposed to yes. be happening. Yeah. I was getting Downward Dog confused. There was an Amazon pilot around the same time about a yoga instructor. I'm pretty sure it was also called Downward Dog. I mean, that makes but sense. But the yoga instructor's mom had smoked weed while he was in the lo- in the womb, and the weed had worked its way into his DNA. So he was incapable of not being chill. So his, like, wife would leave him and be like, whatever, dude. Because it's in... The weed was in his, like... His blood, like forever, because his mom took pot when he was a baby. What genre? <laughs> no one has ever <laughs> brought up the show before. What um, genre was that show? Was it, it a was comedy? It was supposed to be a sitcom. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a crazy. I mean, I don't know how you sustain that premise yeah. for seasons of TV, but I saw that episode. Like it, and so interesting. I think it was also called Downward Dog. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, because of the yoga... Exactly, the part. yoga thing. I mean, that's what Downward Dog is a pun on. Oh, I hope Alison Tolman gets better than me talking too, me dog too. shows. But, okay, we have a ten-minute song to talk about. Here we go. It's about time Here that we, we go. dove into... And we haven't even spoken we haven't its even name spo- I know, I, I, I didn't want to spoil it... But here the we go. The Jellicle Ball. The Jellicle Ball. Uh, we won't actually have a lot to talk about because there are like 10 words to this song. Spoilers. Yeah, most of it is instrumental. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Oh, it's creepy. It's creepy. Do not adjust your dial. You are entering the Twilight Zone. It does sound like that. Come out tonight. Jellicle cats are merry and bright and pleasant to hear when we catch a 
that piano. <laughs> it's like a xylophone thing. Why do people think the show is weird? Um, Why does it have that reputation? It's it, like I heard that someone when I found out it was a poem, I was like, makes sense. But when I did not know it was a poem, I was like, these are the worst lyrics I've ever. Heard. <laughs> this is fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, it reads exactly like the Silverstein rhythm of poetry. It's true. And then it's like. This would be overwhelming for me. I'm getting stimulus overload just like hearing. Yeah. And then it gets like, kind of like, almost like West Side Story-ish. It's just like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, this is a uh, seven and a half minute dance break, which, uh, which we cannot see. Too long. Hot take? No. That's long. Yeah. No. Seven and a half minutes is Long. I know it's a ball, but like I don't, I, I don't have to be in the ball. Like, do you think? Like, is the Yule Ball scene in Goblet of Fire seven and a half minutes of just them dancing? No, and even in in Wicked, uh, for uh, dancing through life, there's a part where they go to the party. And there's a little part where it's like, and you're like, okay, we're here, but then it gets away from that so fast. There's still we have seven minutes left. Do you have like a five minute stand up set you want to try? Um, uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, no, uh, I actually... Where are you from? Yeah. You look interesting. You two on a, on a date? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I love it. Uh, normally, for these episodes where we cover songs, I listen to these songs like five times in the two days leading up uh-huh. to this recording. No, this no. is one. This is no, one. I gave all it, you need. I gave it a once through, but there is... That's it. Like, you've heard it. The, here are the uh, things that Jellicles do. Right. All these, are, ball. these are Jellicle cats, whatever that is. It's a, um, and this still makes no sense. It is a cockney interpretation a dear, of dear, dear little, little cats. That's That doesn't, phonetically, that still doesn't make sense to me. That's what I Jellicle. That's what I read something about like T.S. Eliot's like niece was trying to say dear little and she was like cat. Um yeah. I don't buy it. That kid's stupid. I don't buy it. Yeah. Kids say shit weird all the time. But I don't name I don't base my whole musical around this no, nonsense it's... phrase because my my niece couldn't pronounce her sister's name right. Yeah. So we, she called her Moo Moo or something. I mean, can you even imagine thinking about it? I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber, this part's actually kind of cool. It's kind of, it's kind <laughs> of pretty. It gets pretty and, and... And then it gets bad and then it gets pretty. Right. Um... But it's just like, I don't know, one long Tim Burton-y like, score... Um, and if you like that, then great. Yeah, this is a real but, Elfman Burton opening yeah. credits kind of score. Yeah. And then by the time the opening credits are over, you're like, come on, all right, we, we get it. 
Yep. Oh, we're doing a we're doing a whole like motif with these opening credits, where it takes a really long time for the next name to come up. Oh yeah. And I mean, I like I like symphonies and stuff. I just True. there is a divide. But but uh, what I was gonna say was, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber made this because it was it was very. It was they were he loved that book when he was yeah. a kid, right? So it was just out of pure nostalgia and sentimentality it's a it's a pure like same reason you know jordan peele made the twilight zone right we're bringing back are you afraid of the dark right. it's just people that like i love this when i was a kid now i want and i it. have the power right that like okay if you have the power to make anything about i feel like this music is actually good background music yeah. sometimes um if you have the power to make anything just mm. because you could Oh damn! I ooh. And, I used and you're to like, have a I know nobody will this. like this, but I want to make it, and I can. A complete vanity project. Yes, com- I really do think so. Based on mm, well, that's certainly what this is. Is this weird vanity? This is kind of cool. Like if this yeah, were like, like the opening too. of the show. See, this it would be amazing. It's yeah. not. But it also <sighs> this we're losing all of the reason why this song exists because we're listening to the album version of the song and you need to see it because they're dancing it. for it's seven and a half It's probably an minutes. amazing scene. It's crazy it's and then we great. like do a very like low key um like Grizabella kind of a memory sting we're like getting hints of that and then it's your act break. Yeah. You know like this is the big closer before everybody goes and refills their drinks. You're right. in line to piss. Like we are we are this is the function of that. Absolutely. And you get none of that. We <laughs> just listening to the album version of it. But this is the Jellicle Butler. This is why they're all gathered together. This is their big bacchanalia. They're all coming out. They're all coming out so that they can decide who dies and who gets reincarnated. Um, That is what they're all here to do. Is that a part of the show? That is the plot of the show. It has a plot? They're all... Well, yes and no. It has a frame. (laughs) The frame is all of the cats are gathered together. It happens once a year. And we're all going to get together. And then old Deuteronomy gets to decide who dies... And goes off to the heavy side layer, um, where, right? Where and that is the plot. That is the idea. And then it is a series of LinkedIn profiles of like, here's who I am. Here's my whole thing. Oh, okay. I should die. Me, I should get to die. Oh. That is the whole idea. It's almost like the opposite of like a murder mystery, right? Where like everybody explains their case. It's the scene in Clue. Where they're like, ah, I'm this person. It's, yes. the, it's the dinner table scene of Clue the dinner for, the entire, <laughs> the entire show. for the entire ah. show. For the whole show. <laughs> and you don't get anything cool like Tim Curry and them running around from like room to room. No, no that never happens. If you love profiles, uh, vignettes. Have you ever looked at a Tinder profile and said, <laughs> I wish this was a five and a half minute song? <laughs> then you'll love Cats, the musical. And I've actually, in my this is now my 14th hour of talking about Cats on microphone. Um, and I have developed a real affinity and fascination uh-huh. for Cats. I think sure. it is a very interesting show, even if it's not like a show I will ever just sit down and listen to oh, all sure. of. But it is interesting. And I gotta tell you, there are movies coming out later this year that I think are gonna be great. 
I am not interested in any of them as much as, much as, as I am interested in cats. I, I mean, it's historic. It was a huge Broadway hit. Two billion dollars in one year. It's what? Yeah. What year? I don't remember, but it made two billion. It was like ninety-three or eighty-three, eighty-four. Wow. Um, like it, 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 it's one of the biggest successes in the history of Broadway, if not I, the I, biggest. I, I, it's like I don't it's understand. Cats, Phantom, and like Lion King, and huh. that there's your. I guess Wicked and Hamilton are now up there as well. Sure. But, but like those are all the three longest running. Those uh, are shows, uh-huh. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, went cats for went for a long time. Yeah. Oh, Cats went for like twenty years. Uh, Phantom is still going. Phantom, I think, is now officially the longest running. That's probably right? true. Yeah. And then I feel like Lion King will eventually surpass it because yeah. Lion King is not going anywhere. No, it's just uh, that was it. We 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 vamped. For we the got through. I hope you all like, enjoyed um, that. <laughs> um, nine and a half minutes of. I mean, that's it. We there's not much to talk about about the actual song. It's just like, here's some weird... All the cats, they're here, and then they dance for seven and a half minutes. I have a feeling Mm -hmm. that we are either going to cut most of that, or it's going to be very different in the movie. Mm. I think in the movie, we're probably going to get, like, some dialogue uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with all this dancing. We're just like, come on, we're going to be late. And yeah, then... or, like, someone sits down and, like... You need to understand this about cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, while there's some cool dancing, like, in the background that we're, like, cutting back and forth between Moulin Rouge style. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, transitional. Um, Roxy! <laughs> yeah. That's a song, in case you haven't seen Moulin Rouge. Moulin that's Rouge. A, a song from Moulin Rouge, but uh, also... Written by the police. Yeah, sung by the AKA police. AKA Sting. Uh, many years before the movie Moulin Rouge. But earnestly, you know, gun to my head, I, I'll pick the Moulin Rouge version. I, I I don't like the police very much. Oh, sure. I don't like the the police, the entities of law enforcement, or the police, or the, police the, the 80s rock band. Well, you know what's funny? Okay, so I'll... I'll Fuck cats. I I know enough about cats to, of course, understand parodies and stuff. And have you ever watched, have you watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Not the fourth season, but everything else. Has anyone brought this up? There's, it's I, about time. I, I, okay, here I go. Um, I, get, <laughs> I get nervous because I'm like, someone has definitely talked Don't, about this there before. Is no, there is no... There do, must be so much repetition. Me never feel <laughs> nervous about what you're bringing up. There's only like a couple things that keep coming up and it's all related to the Cats trailer. Okay. So don't feel the pressure to not say stuff. Okay. It's all just people being weirded out by the Cats. Okay. That's it. Well, I'll say that... In Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is a show... Crazy uh, Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, oh God, it's it's amazing. Um, One it, of the best shows of the last few years. And if you, I mean, if you like improv, if you like sitcoms, if you like well-structured comedies, but you also love musicals and you also love parodies, that's like the perfect combination. So Truly. there's an episode where um, she is trying not to... Um, really date anybody Mm because she's been like spiraling in relationships uh so she's at home she goes to like watch porn it's not really like doing anything for her um then a pop-up i don't i don't or something happens she gets like a news video about how these there's like this stray cat problem going on in in the county and uh she's like oh that's weird and then she has a dream and it's it's someone doing a cat's thing 
And basically yeah. the entire episode, uh, when the cats come in, which they do often, it's it's the cats are actually um, a metaphor for her vagina. So there's Itchy Cat, and that's Fred Armisen being like, like... I, am I don't the think itchy I've cat. seen this episode. It's, I feel like I would remember. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's, I think it's from the most recent and final season. The fourth season. Okay, yeah, um, I haven't seen it. But yeah, they're all, and it goes. But there is a part where she's watching the video where the cat, where the news cats, the this news story about the stray cats comes up, and she goes, um, "Ugh, I hate cats, both the animal and the musical." Which you basically just said about the police, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's true. The uh, actual I, thing I, and... I do. Yeah, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend has strangely not come up a lot on this show, and it feels so mm. tailored to it. Yes! Every musical you love or have ever seen, they do a really great, authentic, like, kind of a parody, really just like a riff on... Um, one of my favorite ones is when they did the Music Man. Mm. Uh, Music Man, great show. Also, really fun to parody. The Simpsons do it well. Crazy sure. Girlfriend did it really well. Um, yeah. The classic things are are I think because we see them so much. Like, yeah, there has to be something kind of different about it. It is kind of amazing that they found a way to parody parody it in a way that hasn't been done before. Because even the lyrics they wrote were like. We are the stray cats of blah. And and then there's there's a part, there's a line that's so self-aware. I could look up the lyrics because it's like, uh, let me see. I'll, I'll actually, we can keep talking, but it's, or I could look at, we could look it up on the computer. Perfect. If you look up, oh, man. Right, I we're don't. going to the all seasons playlist. I actually don't think they were allowed to um, put it on uh on this this streaming platform. Oh, really? Yeah, they weren't allowed to put it on Spotify, I think, for certain reasons. But you can look up the video. Or, yeah, look up the video. Um, look up, like, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Cats, and it'll definitely come up. All right, now we're on to We're it. on we're it! On. We're on it! And I'll, I'll show you the video where they get introduced. It's so smart. Looks like we're maybe still having some internet connectivity Uh problems. So I will tuck that. That'll be the song that ends this episode. Yeah. Future me will remember to do that. We'll do it. We'll do Um, it. It will happen. Nobody worry. Nobody worry. We're going to get back to it. Um, to pull it up here. Interesting. (sighs) So here's uh, the song Getting By from the Crazy Girlfriend. So good. My anthem as a bisexual man. Ladies, I like guys. I realize it's no surprise. But now I see that that's just me. It's not like I even tried. So if you ask me how I'm doing, here is how I reply. I'm getting by. I'm getting so smart. Oh my gosh. I mean, the whole rest of this could just be me going through my favorite crazy abso- ex-girlfriend Absolutely, songs. which I've done like every time I listen to. You can't just listen to one, and this was them doing uh, or being inspired by the Mamma Mia soundtrack or ABBA. For sure, they do everything. They do everything. I, I mean, I'm always astounded by how smart it consistently was. Yes. That's my favorite. They yes. don't. 
first penis, very first penis. First penis, very first penis I saw. This is actually okay. This, this one is, is my favorite. That's song my favorite in too. The whole, and the, people, I laugh so hard. So at do song. I. And it's because and this it's guy is so good. We, ooh, we. This guy is so perfect. Um, somebody said to me, "This is your favorite one," and I was like, "Absolutely." hundred percent. I laughed. Yeah. I peed laughing. So also, I love when the lines are really literal. So far out of my vocal range. Me too, actually. Scientific. You learn so much from this. You actually do. It's like Bill Nye. And then I love, oh God. This one, I'm like, they just threw this. To reiterate, I make things weird. And when I blow, it sounds like we. That's the lyric. Because I'm the and also kind of a it's great. I love when things are like self-aware and kind of literal, Woo! but still so good. That's just a, a chunk of it. It's they they brought it back multiple times in the episode, and, and it was fucking hilarious and every time. That's why when I heard Jellica Ball, I was like, these, these can't be the lyric. These can't be the actual lyric. <laughs> They're too. It's this, too. They didn't put this on literal. stage. <laughs> it's like. Jellical cats come out tonight. Jellical cats, cats are that yeah. Jellical cats are black and white. Jellical cats like the moon. And I'm like, like <laughs> this. This is a yeah. po- I, I like they were asked to read aloud in class by their teacher, and they're like, "What poem did you write?" And I'm like, "I wrote a poem about cats." Jellical moon is shining bright. Yeah. Jellical. <laughs> these are cats. These are what they like. Here's a few uh, different variations of how I could describe a cat. And I this was... This is a poem about my cat. That, and again... My cat has orange stripes. My right. cat is a butt white. My cat... Uh, <laughs> now it just sounds like My light. Dick by Mickey Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Because I think... I mean, I don't know a ton of it. I know the famous Andrew Lloyd Webber things. He's done a lot of really amazing musicals. Yes. School I mean, of Rock? I mean, yeah, a School of Rock. Like, Did School of Rock. Amazing. We have not really brought up School of Rock, the musical, on this show. And that's so. connected. That, so when I heard the lyrics, I, I just could not believe that he had written them, which is why it was kind of a relief that he did not write them. He just adapted right. them. Well, of course, uh, School of Rock, the movie, also name drops cats. No way. Yeah. I haven't. Wait. Oh, wait. When, what, oh, wait, I know. Summer, what can you do? Oh, right. Memory, all alone in the moonlight. That's manager, interesting. Band manager. Manager. Uh, School of Rock, perfect film. Groupie? Um, and then the guy who groupie. fucking did Cats goes on to do School of Rock the musical. Amazing. Stick it to demand. Neosis. See, 
he's capable of so many he's great things. He's got range. He's and listen, got, the man's got range. If you ever sit down and you listen to Cats, I wouldn't recommend it. Look up <laughs> what the best songs from Cat. Uh, okay, I have said for a while I'm going to put together a list of the good songs from Cats. I will send that to you. And they really do oh, sure. cover a vast array of musical styles. Okay. Of, of Broadway styling. history, of music history in general. They cover so... It's a really versatile show. Is but a, a lot tango? of it is really bad. Do they have a song that's a tango? Kind of. Like, I feel certainly... like every musical has a song that's a tango. Right, like Roxanne from Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Um, oh, I'd have to really think about that. And what is the, the tango? They have a lot of ballads they have like a whole opera mm. sequence Makes sense. where they do this like dramatic dramatic opera type sequence for like a story within mm. the show um about this cat who is also a pirate named growl tiger um that, these are made up things well it's i mean they be are the made up things like, but i it's not in the trailer but we are going to get an elaborate boat fight sequence oh, starring back. Ray Winstone back. as Growl Tiger. Absolutely. So be prepared for that, everyone going into Cats. There are going to be pirates. Oscar winning. Everybody knows. It's gonna... Okay. So we're gonna... <laughs> we're going... This always comes up at the end of the show. Oh. We are right about there. Oh, boy. Oscar predictions. Are you... Are you an Academy Awards kind of kind of person? I am. That's fine. They, I am not really. I used to watch them because I thought it's just what everybody did when they liked movies. Yeah. I, can't, I don't really do it anymore. Don't super enjoy it. I get that. It's become very, um, it gets very political. It gets mm-hmm. very um, uh, kind of commercialized. Yeah. I mean, it is really essentially a huge commercial. Also, um, there's behind the scenes uh, stuff about how people get nominated. It's not just oh, we thought they did great. There's oh, no, there's a whole there's politics to it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. There's um there was there were a, some very bad people who are very good at getting movies nominated for Oscars. There was a reason Leonardo DiCaprio did not win or was like nominated for an Oscar for many times, and um that's because you kind of have to kiss up that there's like all these PR things. I won't go into it. It's a whole thing for your consideration. But you guys, people. The Oscar is. Yeah. It's, it's, so yes. But I do love the event. Sure. I mean, I think as an actor, it's always for the most part an actor's dream. I wish yeah. I could be the cool person that's like, Nah, I'm not into awards. And if I even got nominated for something, I wouldn't even go. Wouldn't even show up. No, but I would totally go. I would absolutely go. And it would be insane. And I would try to stay a, a human. Uh, I would be Saoirse Ronan, hopefully, who stole spoons from it to bring to Ellen, um, but then left halfway through to go watch the rest of it in pajamas with her friends. I stole spoons from the Oscars. Yeah, I, 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 I stole spoons from the Oscar to give to Ellen. Ellen And she absolutely, absolutely loved it. She she thought it was just the funniest thing. Yeah. Oh, we love Saoirse. We love Saoirse. Um, flawless American accent. Best American accent I've ever heard. Of absolutely. Nobody else does it better. been doing it for so long. Um, so, we've had all kinds of Oscar predictions. Mm-hmm. I, we've had people come on here, they say sweep. We've had people come oh. on here, they say nothing. Um, mm. and I, and now we haven't seen the movie. <laughs> we have not seen the But movie. that's part of the fun. Um, I think it's going to be a stealth player. It's not going to be like a 12 Oscar movie. I think it's like a five Oscar movie. We're looking at mm. a couple technicals. Mm. Um, at least one acting award. Get prepared for at that, everybody. One. 
probably Jennifer Hudson. I think there's also good money on Ian McKellen or Judy Dench oh, because we are running abso- out of opportunities to nominate them, and loosely. these are very showy. Parts. Oh, and- these are very parts where they're going to get a song or a sad song about them. I think this might be Ian's time. I mean, I'm putting good money on Ian because he's never gotten one before. Yeah, it's and we almost are, we are bait. running out of Ian McKellen. Yeah. It's almost bait in, in that he has been casted, but it's not because he also has not won. He's it. been cast as an old actor, an old actor cat at the end of his life. He never really made it. Aww. That's Academy Award. Oh my god! And but that's, catnip. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, that yeah, that will be catnip. I like that you said that. Thank you. I said bait, but I like catnip. Catnip is good. Um, I I I think there's got to be at least. I think it'll have some kind of special effects nomination. Has to. It, you know. It's undeniable. Um, it's going to happen. Probably, it's going to win. Probably set design. Probably, gosh, I don't know. It, it'll have, I think, it, it'll have technical nominations. Across but, the board. Oh, sound design, sound mixing. Yes. Original song. Like, I think five is conservative. I, yeah. I agree. You're I, with I, me. I'm I'm with you. Okay. I really do. I want to get all of the guests together around the Oscar <laughs> season, and we're going to do a big do pool. an Oscar roundtable. I want to see what everybody justice. does. Yeah, I, I I don't know if it'll be a sweep. I think it could, ironically, it could be an underdog, but we don't know. It could Woof. go either way. Woof. Uh, but also, my question is: Will it have a brand new song? Yes. That's, I mean, that's going to get nominated for, for uh, new original That's a shoe-in. I guess it's up against Aladdin and the Lion King, who did the same thing. It's kind of crazy, actually. Dumbo, that... but probably not Dumbo. Isn't that kind of crazy, though? I mean, and we still have a lot of months. Like, I feel like there are a lot of movies that come out. Oh, well, that that's coming out closer, too. So That's coming out, like, Christmas Day. That, okay, that was strategic, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Because there's a lot of things that come out end of summer, early fall, where you're like, oh, my God, this is just gonna, everyone's gonna love this. And then, I don't know, it gets forgotten. Again, reasons, probably, reasons beyond us. But, uh... If you had to put a number to it. A number. Noms. You don't need all the wins. Nominations. Noms. Okay. Of the big categories. go with uh, three to five. I do think five. five. I think five sounds um, viable. Five is good. I'm amending it. Right now I'm at eight. Eight? Because once you get, there's two kinds of visual effects awards. There's two kinds of sound awards. Also original song. That's just the technicals. That is not including director, picture, or any acting awards. Right now I'm at eight. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And I think everybody's going to be like, What? But, like, look at the shit they nominate oh, every yeah. year. Bohemian Rhapsody walks oh, out with a ton yeah. of awards. Green uh, Book walks out with a ton of awards. Like, right. fuck it. I ate for cats. True. Anything goes. Another musical. Yeah. But anything goes. Um, I think That's I think I West Side Story won. I know these are two different numbers, but they either won eight or 13 awards uh, oh, yeah. in the Oscars. And for a long time, I think they're probably still the top, but they were the top movie that, like, won the most oscars yeah now so, it's um what is it now uh i think it's like return of the king tied with avatar i want to oh, say okay. it's something like that okay and can or we no, say tied with like 10 can we say something avatar basically that was the cat's titanic like it or it's huge i mean it, james cameron and their people 
that are kind of like cat-ish. <laughs> it's the same thing. So if you're ragging thing. on cats, but you loved Avatar, th- then you're a hypocrite. Take a step back. Yeah, yeah, that's the call out. Um, and I've never even seen Avatar. If you want those kind of hot maybe I'm the hypocrite. Takes, if you want those kind <laughs> of uh, of angry, violent takes, where can the people find them on the internet? Where can the people find your Hot opinion. You can plug whatever you want to plug now. Oh, I, In case I, that wasn't clear. I got that. But, I mean, would you say that I have angry, violent takes No, your social media presence is very... <laughs> I, I, very funny. They can but be But it's found. not, it's oh, not as... You. Um, it's it's you're not going to get called out all the time. I, uh, oh, good. Well, I, just my thing mainly is uh, I just really try to make fun of myself. I try to make myself the punchline because... Um, I don't know. I just can't have on my conscience that I am making fun of someone else uh, because somebody could easily make fun of me, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, it's Sweet like there's the way you want to be treated. Yeah, bas- basically. So no, I'll just shit on myself. So if you want to see that, um, <laughs> you can uh, follow on on Twitter. I'm at, at I'm Erin Harlan, which is I M E R I N H R L A N D. Instagram. Um, and I, I, I mean, those are, I think, the two big ones. It's not at, I'm Aaron Harlan. It's at underscore fun apologetic at, un, <laughs> or, uh, I mean, underscore. So basically underscore the word unapologetic with an F in the beginning and then another underscore, which I only had to do because another person took it without the underscores and doesn't even use their Instagram. What a monster. Yeah. I kind of want to DM them and be like, can I... Like buy this off you? What do you? On. What are you using this for? Come on! But then someone made me feel really good about the underscores, and I was like, okay, I'll keep them. I'll keep them. Fine. Fine. If I must. So that's it. If you if you want, you should do it. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Great. And thank you for joining me on the oh, show. My pleasure. Thank you for responding. Um, this has been a joy. The, same. And uh, hey, listen to Bowling for Soup also. Yeah. You got Spotify. I got to know you that. do. I'm just going to bring circle it back around to Bowling for Soup. Well done. You know you do. You really you did that better than I did. <laughs> Bye. When day is night and night is not day, that's when the cats come out to play. Yes, we are the feral cats roaming west Colina streets, singing songs about ourselves. I am the hungry cat I haven't eaten in months I'm roaming through the streets Looking for something to munch I'm filled with desire I need to be fed Don't be mad if you find crumbs Cause I like to eat in bed I'm a lonely little kitty Stroke my fur, it's soft as silk Then bring me what I really want A saucer of your milk It's nibble time, mister We don't need to chase or chat My cavity needs filling Cause I'm the hungry cat That was so weird What did that mean? I think you know. (laughs) Oh, I need to get laid. Yeah. This has been a Talkback Podcast.